0: You are listening to Give Grief a Chance, and I'm your host and Advanced Grief Recovery Specialist, Diane Morgan. And these podcasts are all about bringing grief awareness out into the world, because even today, my friends, grief is hidden and it's tucked away. So come along and join me on this journey. Let's start to bring grief out into the open. And maybe you'll be brave enough to give your grief a voice. This is episode 214. Hello to all of my lovely podcast listeners and welcome to this week's episode. I hope that you're all doing really well. And as always, I'd like to say a big thank you to everyone who takes the time to listen to these podcasts. Also, a quick reminder about my journal, which is called Giving Grief a Voice. And it's a beautiful gift that can help to guide you through your grief. It's filled with writing prompts, breathing exercises, and self-care tips. And you can find it on Amazon. So on this week's episode, I'm talking about finding support. Now, grief finds us all at some point in our lives, and in many different ways. Sometimes the intensity of grief is manageable, and other times it can be so unbearable, overwhelming and crippling, to the point where you can barely meet your own basic needs. Getting out of bed in the morning is a struggle, Or you feel like your grief is just too much to carry and you're drowning in your heartache. Maybe friends have stopped popping by to check in on you. And when they do, most people don't even have a clue what to say to you or they just want to try and fix you. You know, the whole grief thing can be exhausting and you might just want to disappear and make the pain go away. I get it. I've been there and it's hard. When three of my family members all died within eight months of each other, my life changed in many ways. And you know, that's one of the main reasons I became a grief coach to help people like you recover after experiencing different types of losses. You know, Mainly what brings people to me is the death of a loved one. And I know that it's not always easy to ask for help, but you know, it can be one of the best gifts that you can give to yourself. Now, grief can feel like it will last a lifetime. And for many, it does. After all, it's hard trying to adjust not only to the absence of someone you love, but also trying to figure out a whole new way of life, one that leaves you going it alone and one that's very different from how you imagined it would be. And of course, everyone deals with grief differently and moves at their own pace. For many, it can feel like a very lonely path to be on and it might be hard for you to open up and want to talk to friends or family, especially those who might not have had the same experience as you and don't understand what you're going through. Fortunately though, you don't have to walk through your grief alone because there are many ways to find guidance and support that feels right for you. Now, during the early part of your grief, friends and family may be all the support you need, but if you find yourself really struggling with your grief, then looking for the right support group may help you to start the healing process. So one of the best things you can do is ask around, and gather up some trustworthy information and recommendations for groups that might be a good fit for you. Remember to check out the size of the group. Do you prefer small intimate groups or are you okay with a larger group? And remember to ask about the leader. Do they have experience with the grieving process? Are they good at listening and controlling the dynamics of the group? Honestly, It may take a couple of group meetings before you can actually tell which one's right for you. But trust the way you feel at a meeting. And if it doesn't feel like a good fit, move on to the next one. And you know, there are so many different grief support groups out there, which you can attend either in person or online. And they're all made up of individuals who are processing some type of loss. Be it the loss of a spouse, partner, or fiancé, child loss, sibling loss, pregnancy and infant loss, twin loss, loss after a suicide, cancer-related loss, pet loss, parental loss, multiple loss groups, just to name a few that are out there. And there are groups for young adults and even certain age-related groups, honestly, The list is endless. And if groups are your thing, I'm sure that if you do your homework, you'll find one that feels right for you. Remember, as with any type of support, it's all about helping you to keep moving forward and feeling better about yourself and life. Now, if groups are not your thing, There are bereavement counsellors, therapists, coaches, grief educators, and grief recovery specialists. I'm sure there's more than that, but they all offer some kind of wonderful support and helpful tools to bring meaning to the loss and allow you to move forward through your grief. So therapists and counsellors usually focus on mental and emotional health, they diagnose as it's also a form of psychotherapy, which helps people to cope with the emotional, physical, social and spiritual response to loss. Now, usually they concentrate on the past, tapping into how the person once felt and work on how the person wants to feel after the loss. They offer ways to help the grieving person cope with their feelings and help them to get Back on the feet and functioning again. Counselors and therapists usually work with people for long periods of times, whereas coaches do not. And grief coaching is not therapy or counselling. In my coaching practice, I help people to move from where they are now to a place where they want to be and if the person isn't quite sure where that, what that would look like or exactly where it is, then together we come up with some solutions. I offer an educational programme that provides practical and tangible tools and gives you the skills to lead you to completion of all things left unresolved when you have a loss. And I have to say, in most cases, unresolved grief is the underlying cause for many people suffering and with grief coaching it means working together because there's nothing to be fixed and you can't change what's happened but by working together you'll learn how to let go of your emotional pain and figure out ways to adjust and express your grief, and start to rebuild your life, and continue the process of healing and growth. That way, you get to decide what comes next, and create some small goals for the future. And you know, coaching can be complementary to the support of a counsellor or therapist. Now, let's not forget to include some self-care practices such as engaging in mindfulness exercises or meditation which can help to calm the mind, reduce anxiety and cultivate self-awareness. And you know apps like Headspace or Calm can be very helpful for guided meditation. You could write down your thoughts, emotions and memories associated with your grief because journaling can be a therapeutic outlet for expressing yourself and gaining clarity during the grieving process. You might want to engage in regular exercise such as walking, biking, swimming or yoga because exercise releases endorphins, which can help improve your mood and overall well-being. So why not spend some time in nature? That could be going out for a walk in the park or to the beach, or sitting near a lake or the ocean, or hiking in the mountains. You know, as we know, nature can provide a sense of peace and solace. Now, you could explore artistic outlets like painting, drawing, writing, poetry, or playing music. Engaging in creative activities can help channel emotions and provide a means of self-expression. I know this can be hard, but try to focus on maintaining a balanced, healthy lifestyle by eating nutritious meals, getting enough sleep, and avoiding excessive alcohol or substance use. And remember to allow yourself quiet moments of solitude and rest when you need it. Because sometimes taking a break from social interactions and external stimuli can help you to process emotions and recharge your energy. You know, these practices can also provide moments of respite, comfort, healing amid the pain of grief. So don't push self-care aside because you are worth it and you deserve to have moments of comfort, love and laughter. So by finding the right support and taking care of yourself, you'll create a system that understands and empathises with your grief. It also allows you to honour your feelings and memories while gradually adapting to life without your loved one. Okay, you lovely people, that is it for this week's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it and that it was helpful for you. If you'd like to find out more about my services and programs, then please visit my website, givegriefachance.com. You know, when you're there, you can drop me an email, you can ask a question, Or you can share your story via voice message and I'll be happy to play it on the the podcast. Plus, you can book a free chat with me. And while you're over on my website, please check out my free gifts for you. Because, you know, if you're having trouble sleeping, then there's a guided meditation to help you sleep. And if you're feeling really confused about this grief thing, then there's a grief recovery ebook with 61 tips on the experience of grief and how to move through it. And if you feel ready to put pen to paper, you can download my fillable grief worksheets. So please feel free to use all or any of them. And if you'd like to purchase my journal, You'll find a little button to click and it'll take you right to Amazon. All right, so if you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate it, like it, and share it. And if you feel like it, come and join me on Instagram at Give Grief a Chance Coach. And last but not least, I'd like to invite any women who might be struggling with their grief to come and join me in a safe, and nurturing group on Facebook. It's called Life After Loss with Diane Morgan and I would be honoured if you would come and join us and give your grief a voice. Okay my friends, take good care and have a wonderful week.